Welcome back to Be A Better Baddie. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. My name is Quanisha and I am your host, your coach, teacher, cheerleader, and fellow baddie. And this is the podcast, Be A Better Baddie, the podcast where we talk about how to navigate through life's ups and downs and become a more self-aware baddie in the process. So let's get into this episode. Last week, you guys really liked the episode introducing the ABCs for baddies. I also have it on all social media platforms. I have videos for every single day. So every day I do drop a new video explaining the letter, the word, etc. And in the podcast, I'm just going to front load most of the information and go on some more detail, honestly, because the videos can really only be a minute long for them to go on each platform. So that is what we are doing. So today we are doing letters F through J. And I guess I'll do a little review for my friends who are just joining us. And friend, if you didn't listen to letters A through E, you should go back. You should go back and listen to letters A through E because we want you to have a full alphabet by the time you leave. So A is for abundance, B is for boundaries, C is for the company you keep, D is for diet, and E is for environmental detox. Oh my God. I remember when I did this episode last week, I was so sick, but I said, I have to get this episode out. So for all of you who sat there and listened through my stuffy voice and all of that, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I really do. Because when I listened to it, I was like, dang, you, you actually sound horrible. But, um, as you can see, I am feeling better. I have my water right here. Um, life's good. So we're going to get into letters F through J today. Super excited. And, um, let's start with F. F is for forgiveness. So we always hear the term forgive and forget, but it's really never for the other person's sake. When we, oh my God, do y'all remember that show forgive or forget? There used to be a talk show on, but when you forgive someone, usually you feel like you're doing the other person a favor. Like, oh, I am releasing them of my anger. But I mean, me personally, if someone's mad at me I can still move on with my life you know like if you consider all the things but really forgiveness is for yourself so forgiving not only forgiving other people for the things they do to you but also forgiving yourself for what you think you should have been or what you think you can do etc you know but before I jump into all of that like The reason you need to forgive people, other people, is because it's going to prevent you from moving forward. Living in the past, um, it really prevents you from enjoying this present moment you're in, right? Because you're still thinking about, for instance, if you see someone who did you wrong, or you're in a situation, or like relationships are easy to talk about. You're in a relationship, you haven't really forgiven your ex. That, That animosity you feel towards your ex could definitely filter over into your new relationship you know and it will eventually sabotage it because you are already sabotaging it by holding on to the past and the hurt feelings from that right not forgiving the other person who hurt you can do more harm to yourself than 
than anything else. The grudge is becoming is going to become cyclical and it it really does affect you like your entire being. So when you hold on to negative feelings, you it actually affects your body, like your literal health to hold on to negative feelings. So it can affect your digestion. It could affect your cardiovascular system, your reproductive health. Um, it could cause aggressive behavior, give you mood disorders. So think about like all those things that go on in your brain. They filter into your physical body and affect your physical health. You more than likely will, there's a 99% chance that you will never, ever, 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 ever get this exact moment back again. So let go of the things that people have done to you, especially I mean, and obviously it's so easy for me to just say, let it go. Like, obviously go through all the things you need to do to process the pain. Like maybe you don't even want to admit that you were hurt. Maybe you don't want to admit that you were wrong. There could be something like, you know, if you are into therapy, maybe talking to your therapist about it. If you journal, journal about it, like definitely go through the process, but forgiveness should be the end goal. Forgiveness does not mean that you and that person are now besties for life. You know, forgiving someone just means you've released it. You let it go. You're moving on. You don't even have to. If you forgave someone who did did you dirty, you do not need to talk to that person ever again. You actually don't. So that's another thing I think is important to acknowledge with forgiveness. Just because you say, I forgive this person, that does not mean you are friends with them. It just doesn't. And it's that simple. In my episode, Drop the Dead Weight, um, I talk a lot about forgiveness and forgiving yourself, forgiving others. So definitely go back to that episode to hear more about that. But in terms of forgiving yourself, like forgive yourself for the things that you, the expectations that you may have had for yourself and you didn't live up to it we treat ourselves so bad sometimes and we say things to ourselves that we would never ever say to other people you are a person your brain is talking to yourself and just bouncing back and forth with each other forgive yourself sweetheart (laughs) it really is that simple like when i create like a a checklist to-do list or like goals for a specific day like for instance today is sunday so if I wanted to clean up my kitchen and I didn't get to clean it the way I wanted to, I will be so mad. Like I'll be in bed. Like I have to wake up at three o'clock because I want to make sure I do everything that I want to do on Monday morning. Plus finish cleaning my kitchen, you know, but then I'm punishing myself because one, I'm in the bed thinking about it, probably not going to sleep at the right time. Two, I'm going to wake up extra early on a Monday, probably stress myself out. In the end, it ends up being a punishment when you don't forgive yourself and just move on because life will happen, mistakes will happen, and you just have to roll with the punches and keep going. Even though I am a planner, I'm definitely a planner. I like things to be written down. I like things to happen according to plan. Even though... I do all that. I have to understand that that's just a blueprint that I've laid out and it cannot happen. Something could happen where none of that happens and I have to be okay with that because if I'm not okay with it, then there are consequences for me. 
But yes, that is F. F is for forgiveness. Our next letter, one of my favorite letters, G. And G is for gratitude. I'm gonna tell you a big secret. Ever since I started journaling and writing like what I'm grateful for, I feel better. I feel so much better when I do that because in okay, well let me let me take a step back. I feel so much better because it causes me to stop and think about the present moment I'm in and think about what I do have and be grateful for it. And at first when I started, it was all very superficial, right? Like Oh, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for my job that allows me to um, get the money to pay for these things because, and that's where it started. And I think those things are important to be grateful for because those are the those are the things of our world, and those are the things that we can be frustrated with. Like when I'm frustrated with work, it's like, ugh. I guess I guess I get money from here to pay to live the life that I want and help create the life that I want for my future, you know? But as I started getting deeper cuz I was like, okay, I can't keep saying the same things over and over and over again, I started being thankful for crazy things. Well, not even crazy things, simple things. Like I am grateful that I have eyes to see. Like literally I would go outside in my backyard and I never thought I'd be this person. Go outside in my backyard and see like these, I don't know what kind of birds they are, but they're red and they're blue and they're just playing and doing things. And then I see Pierre and I'm like, dang, like I can see these things. Then I start to be grateful. Like as I'm cooking, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm grateful for the fact that I am resourceful. Like I found these things in my pantry in my refrigerator like that's being resourceful I'm like dang like I didn't even have to I didn't even have to go buy anything and then I start to think about all the other little things I'm laying in my bed I'm safe I have a roof over my head so I'm like oh I'm I'm grateful for my safety um whenever I feel like doing this whenever I, I podcast I'm like oh I'm grateful I have a creative outlet like I I can do the things that I like to do. I know what I like to do. And I think that we all take these things for granted, like laying on the couch, watching a movie. I'm grateful that I can be bored. Like think about who can't be bored or not even like who can't be bored, but there are people that can't be bored. They don't have that luxury to say I'm bored and then find things to fill their time. So, I mean, just the little things in life as I become began to just like be more grateful for those things and just really stop and think about it, I really felt better. And I think that grateful people are happy and happy people are grateful. It's it's impossible, I think, to feel one without the other. To be happy and grateful, I think, really, really increases the quality of your life. And if you sit here and say, I have nothing to be grateful for, I'm going to tell you right now, that is an entire lie. Like, I'll tell you right now what you can be grateful for. Um, 
be grateful for the air flowing through your lungs in and out. Be grateful for the fact that your ears work. I don't know the, the, the like, I was going to say technology, but I mean, low-key our bodies are technology, but I don't know the anatomy, but be grateful that your ears can even listen. If not this podcast, anything, right? Be grateful for the device you, you, you used to listen to this. Be grateful for the people in your life. Like, there's so many things to just be grateful for. So whenever I am feeling defeated or I'm feeling like, well, and it's funny because I'm looking at it now, but of course, like in the moment, sometimes you feel like your life is like going all types of wrong, right? It, when I do feel that way, just sitting and thinking, hmm, I have this, I feel this way, I am grateful for this. Um, for this, I will definitely recommend making gratitude, expressing gratitude a part of your day. So I do it via journal, I do it via prayer as well. So whatever way you feel like is best for you to incorporate some type of expression of gratitude, definitely, definitely, definitely do that. Now we're gonna jump into H. And H, H is for hobbies. Now friend, do you really have hobbies? Do you have hobbies? Like really sit and think about it. Pause it and think about it. A lot of adults, do not have hobbies at all. And hobbies do not include going out to brunch, going out to eat, and going out with your friends. It doesn't include that. I remember when, when I would go on dates and I'd be so upset when guys would say, so what do you like to do for fun? Because I, I me, self-awarely knew I had no hobbies and 9.8 times out of 10, they didn't have hobbies either. So when they would ask me that, I was like, I don't, I would literally say, I don't really know. Um, I mean, I go out with my friends, but I wouldn't say I do that because it's fun. Like I, I, I wouldn't say that. What do you, what do you do for fun? They proceed to say, I go out. You know what? You know what? I retract everything I say. Not 9.8 times out of 10. I'm going to say eight out of 10. Because playing video games was a current uh, um, a popular hobby that guys would name. And I would name that as a hobby. And let me define hobby for us real quick. Let's, let's get defined. Hold on. So a hobby is an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. So reading, gardening, it's um, just some leisure activity you do, right? So I would say that video games are a hobby. It's a leisure activity. It, it helps your mind relax, et cetera. It's something you're interested in doing. But a lot of adults do not have hobbies. And I would realize that whenever, like, I would just, I would, back up. So I like to do things, right? So I have a lot of, I guess you would call them toys in my house. Adult, adult, adult toys does not sound like the word I'm trying to use right now, but I'm going to keep going because you'll catch on. So like I have paint, I have canvases, I have crayons, I have coloring books, I have a keyboard, I have 
uh, I just have a lot of knickknacks in toys, right? Things that I like to do. That's because all of those things are hobbies of mine, right? I like to be creative. I like to do things because my brain gets bored easily. So I have to find hobbies. In my personal in my personal humble opinion, I feel like hobbies are supposed to feed your brain. They're supposed to feed your curiosity. They're supposed to challenge you in some kind of way, like give you give you something more to do. So the reason I don't think hanging out with friends or going out is a hobby is because humans are social creatures. Those are things we're going to do anyways. We are going to socialize. So it can't be a hobby because those things don't necessarily challenge us or feed our curiosity. Does that does that make sense? And friends, I'm not putting you down in any way. I love hanging out with you. But I wouldn't consider hanging out with my friends as a hobby. In a way, it's sort of like saying sleeping is a hobby of yours or eating is a hobby of yours. We have to do those things to exist. So the things you do outside of the things you need to just maintain your existence as a human, things you do to thrive, not survive. I think those are hobbies. Baddies have hobbies, bottom line. Could I have fleshed that out a little bit better? Probably, probably. I could probably do a lot of things better, but I'm I'm gonna say that. So hobbies, definitely have hobbies. Like have a life. What is it that makes you you? What is it that makes you interesting? What is it that you have a passion for? You know, so doing these things and having hobbies are different. Or some way, some way, I didn't even write this down. It's somewhat personal development, right? Because you are developing a strong interest in something. So you're gaining more knowledge. And I think you're also developing confidence in that thing. Because the stronger you are in something or the better you are at something, you do become more confident. So, I mean, some of my hobbies, like I've stated already, like I like to paint. I like to podcast. I would name this as a hobby. I like to dance. I go to a dance class. I'm looking for a gymnastics class, low key, but I just don't want to pay for it. Cause I would like to learn how to do a cartwheel and a backflip. I think that that's important to my survival for some strange reason. Um, But yeah, definitely creating anything like arts and crafts or any games I can play like kickball or I like to go skating, like things like I like to do those things. So finding things outside of your normal routine and creating hobbies. So for H, I want you to find a hobby. Write down a list of things that you would like to do and start doing one to two of those things because obviously we don't have enough time to do all the things we want to do. Some of us are some of us are so luxurious that we do have time to do the things we want to do all the time, but some of us are existing within a system that doesn't allow us to do the things we want to do all the time. But as you are finding your hobby, friend, be for real. Like, don't say watching TV is your hobby. Like, I, I want you to actually find something that will push you out of your comfort zone, make you into a more confident person, m- m- give you access to different things. Like, be for real. I don't want to hear none of that. I like to listen to music. I like to um I like to um watch Netflix. 
I like to, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. So, yeah, per. Let's go on to I. I is for intuition. Our intuition is definitely a muscle that needs to be flexed. If said intuition is not followed, flexed, and used, it will go down the drain. So being a baddie means knowing and trusting your intuition, which is AKA yourself, that gut feeling you have. All of us have it, but we put different levels of trust in it. Essentially, if you trust your gut feeling, you are following your intuition. It means that you're believing your own thoughts and trusting your own decisions. So doing that repeatedly is going to make you more trusting of yourself. Like how many times do we actually second guess our own decisions or our own thoughts? Like, yeah, do that because you should, but ultimately you want to be the best judge of character in your eyes. Like you want to be able to say, you said that queen, I trust you because you be making good decisions and you follow through, like build your intuition. And let me just be a, a bit more clear because I think whenever people do hear the word intuition, they think of this. I think we think we only use our intuition in, for instance, dangerous situation or high risk situations when in fact, you use your intuition every day, like you use it at work. Anytime you answer someone's question based off your past experience and you say, I think you should do this because in the past I've done this, like your, their situations won't be exactly 100% the same as yours because the situation involves different people. It's at a different time, probably different stakes, but you can still advise that person. I think you should do this because blah, 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 blah. That's following your intuition. That's trusting yourself and your own experiences to come up with an answer for someone. Whenever you're talking to someone and you notice that they aren't listening to you because of their body language or because of the way they respond to you when you give them something or share something with them and you come to the conclusion that this person may feel negatively about me that is following your intuition because that person didn't come out directly and say, I don't like you, but their body language is saying it. The way they interact with you is saying it. Intuition is in everything. It's not just those big, like, mm, I have a pit in my stomach. Like it's literally all the time. When we jump on planes to go across the world and we go into this random hotel that we trust strangers that have given us the recommendation to go that's following your intuition because you've you feel like you've checked off everything right you're like okay like this it i can get on this plane i can get in this taxi or this uber i can stay in this place i can house my things here like you are trusting your gut i feel like it gets to the point where and i don't maybe 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 I don't know but I'm watching love is blind right now and I feel like a lot of people aren't following their gut feeling right because they are maybe even letting logic cloud it so if we look at the couple I think it's her name is Irene Arenas Arenas let me get her name got it so Irina and Zach we're looking at Irina Zach and I'm gonna include bliss in this situation as well right if you don't watch Love is Blind, 
I'm so sorry. But essentially, we're looking at Bliss, Arena, and Zach have this relationship, right? And Zach is trying to choose between those two women. He's like, mm, I don't know which one. Bliss is telling him, like, hey, Irina is not that good of a person. Like, if you choose her, like, that tells me something about your character because you can't judge her character. Now, I think that he was leading towards Bliss in the beginning. However, he let his ego get in the way of his intuition. When Bliss said that thing about, like, if he chooses Irina, she's going to question his judgment, etc., I think his ego got into it and it was, well, I'm not going to let her be right because I I know, I think I, I trust her. He's also a lawyer too. So he's used to following his gut, you know, like I feel like whenever he does meet his clients, he looks at the facts and knows the person. He's like, okay, I know this person's actually guilty or this person's actually innocent. He chooses Irina. Irina does not like the guy at all. Like, literally, she's grossed out when she meets him. You can tell she's not attracted to him at all. She doesn't want him to touch her. She barely wants him to even look at him. So now he's like, damn, I made the wrong choice, which he did because he let his ego get in the way of him following his intuition because he didn't want to prove, he didn't want someone else to have this opinion of him and be right which eventually she did. So our assignment for I, for intuition, think about a time when you trusted your intuition and it was right. Or think about a time when you regret not following your intuition. We all have those moments when something in the pit of our belly said, leave. Don't talk to this person anymore. This isn't safe. Yet we continued. Okay. Last letter for the day, J. J is for jealousy. I know you're probably thinking, what? Baddies don't get jealous? Why would this be in here? If you said that you, my baddie, are a liar. You are a liar. Every person has experienced jealousy at some point for one reason or another. What I do think is more important than, what I think is more important than saying you didn't have, you've never been jealous of anyone is what you do with your jealousy, right? So some people use their jealousy to do evil things, think evil actions about other people, right? Sabotage other people. That is the wrong way to use your jealousy. I am urging you to follow your jealousy. Whatever you may be jealous of in another person is an indicator of what you want in your life. You see people with the things you want. You see people doing the things you want to do. You see people with the type of people around them. You see people behaving the way you want to. Though jealousy for that person means that you want those for yourself you need to figure out how to get them for yourself. And it doesn't involve taking away from other people. If we think back to letter A, A is for abundance. There is enough for everyone to be a shining star. You do not have to sabotage someone else because you don't have it. Go get it. 
go get it. Generally, jealousy is considered as a negative feeling because it's associated with wanting to be possessive and being insecure and people can't trust you. However, I think it is how you flip it around, right? We experience jealousy, but experience jealousy as a motivator to help improve yourself. In small doses, jealousy is natural. Everyone experiences it. There's not a single person walking through their life right now saying they have never experienced jealousy. You see someone with a new car, you may be like, wow, I want a new car. You may be a little jealous of that. That doesn't mean, and and also it has to do with the person's emotional maturity, intelligence. Like you don't see that person with a new car and think, wow, I'm going to ruin their car. Some people may think that. However, you, this is a realistic example. Like, you know, you see someone with a new car, you're like, dang, I want a new car. You can't get a new car right now. Those things are expensive. Those things are money suckers, right? You can't buy a new car. Go wash the one you got. Go vacuum it out. Go wipe it down. Go buy a nice little steering steering wheel handle thing. Buy some new mats. Organize the stuff in your car. Literally take care of what you have. Do that. So right now we're embedding too. Abundance and gratitude. Be grateful for what you have and take care of it. A, A smaller thing. Maybe you may see someone's boyfriend bought them flowers. Your boyfriend didn't get you flowers. Don't start yelling at your boyfriend saying he never gets you flowers. Like Miley said, go buy yourself some flowers. Buy yourself some flowers because you probably didn't set the tone. You didn't let him know that that was an expectation you had. You probably didn't even have that as an expectation in the beginning. But as time went on, you were like, dang, I really want my boyfriend to buy me flowers. Start buying yourself flowers. If he's smart, he'll catch on and start buying you flowers. If he isn't, you need to proceed to step two. Step two will come at another time. Just let me know if you need step two. So... There, there's just other ways to act upon your jealousy. So instead of feeling jealous of your new, your friend's new accomplishment, let that accomplishment inspire you to work harder to achieve your own goals. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Furthermore, being jealous helps you even recognize things that you value or just recognize your values in general that you didn't even know you had. So I mean, thinking back to the flower example, like maybe you didn't even know you liked flowers, like I said, but seeing someone else with it made you realize, I want that. Or maybe you seen someone get flowers and you're like, mm, yeah, it confirms it for me. I, I don't like flowers. I don't see the purpose in them. They're gonna die. I have to take care of them. They just wilt and it's just wasteful. Like it depends on how you view it, right? So experiencing life feeling small bits of jealousy it's normal what you do with said jealousy is more important than anything so whatever you feel whenever you feel a little inkling of jealousy make it into a positive thing and follow it dive into it why do you feel this way how can you realistically incorporate that into your life if friend gets a new car and you're like wow i'm jealous i want a new car and you can buy a new car go do it do it. And it's okay to say, I saw you with that new car. And I was like, oh my God, this car is so pretty. Like I wanted one too. So I went and got a new car. 
there's nothing wrong with that. You're honest about it. No one's getting hurt in the process. Do you. Everybody does does whatever they need to do. So that is J. So let's recap the letters we went over today. Let me let me scroll back up. So we started with F. F is for forgiveness. G is for gratitude. H is for hobbies. I is for intuition. And J is for jealousy. So that is all I have for today. I will ask you this right now, this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people that you are. Please, please, please take some time to leave a review for the podcast or rate it wherever you are listening because that really helps the podcast with visibility, get into the algorithm, etc. So please take the time right now to rate, leave a quick review if you like it. I would really appreciate that. If you guys have any questions for me, any comments about anything I've talked about, do feel free to email me at beabetterbaddy at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram if you prefer. But I prefer an email. Send an email real quick. Just shoot it over. You want to send over some words of gratitude. You want to critique a point I made or a sentence I said or maybe I used the wrong word or maybe you want to highlight, wow, you brought something to the light that I've never even thought about send that over, send that over. You have a question, you want me to do an episode about something, it is all there in the show notes. So those are my two asks for you. I hope you guys have a wonderfully productive day wherever you're listening, whatever time you're listening. And I love and appreciate you all. Thank you and bye.